Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Completely lost. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. Uh, So please go like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Hit the notification so when we do drop a new episode, you get that notification so you can listen to it. Uh, Detail Solutions Podcast discussion page on Facebook. That's where you guys can go and leave us cool little comments or you know, tell us what we're doing wrong or whatever. Make suggestions for episodes. Tony Kiger has been awesome with that lately. Um, if there's somebody you would like for us to reach out to, to try and bring on the episode, that's where to go to do it. Uh, also the detail solutions podcast page on Facebook. Uh, Jason's going to help me start uh, linking um, the episodes to that. So if you go and like that page, cause then that'll kind of get us, I guess, because that's a, uh, a page and not a group it'll get us out there kind of pushed out more to um the algorithm or whatever on facebook um for everybody that's been asking about the kong shirts because i know they've been flooding the facebook lately i'm working on it um hopefully i should have an announcement or do a post maybe tuesday or wednesday of this week coming up where we'll do some pre-sale um as long as i can get enough people to buy them and uh yeah so tonight um somebody who uh was actually dave Fermani, um i guess hit him up and he messaged me on facebook or on messenger and we chatted a little bit um i don't know a couple weeks a month back or so um seemed like kind of an all right dude i just i wasn't sold on him um and then we ran into each other at MTE and pretty much hung out a big, a lot at a, you know, big chunk of MTE, a lot at MTE um, and ended up being super, super cool guy. Uh, so I said, well, shoot, man, we've been talking about, you know, doing something after MTE. Let's do it right away. So Brandon Johnson, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, brother? Thanks Good, for man. having me. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, man, it was, it was great meeting you. I mean, um, you know, sitting down having a uh, lunch with you and your wife um, that Friday, Friday, yeah, that Friday um, was a great time. Just, 
you know, chatting it up, getting to know each other a little bit more and then hanging out. It was awesome, man. Yeah. A little fill in lunch there. Yeah. Yeah. A little, little extra seats scooted <laughs> yeah. in there. Yep. Skip the line. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cut, cut the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for everybody who doesn't know you, um, so let us know who, who are you, where are you from? What do you do? I'm from New Orleans and okay. I basically, uh, been detailing as long as I can remember, uh, customizing cars and detailing. Uh, you know, I just started part-time and, you know, did a little local car wash and just worked my way up mobile and then all the way into a shop, you know, and then just continuously grow my services from detailing now to, you know, we're turning into a full on motorsport shop. So we'll be detailing all the way to building engines and exotic cars. So it's crazy. Yeah. Complete, complete, you know, it's crazy. Never thought I'd, you know, get to this point, never yeah. planned it to get to this point. I just kind of take it, you know, one day at a time. That's right. it. There was no and, business plan, you know, there's yeah. <laughs> no bean <laughs> counters and business plan involved. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't have any money to, you know, I didn't have any family to lean on to, to get money from. So I just grinded every day and just took it every day, dude. Just, you know, everyday stresses of a business owner. That's awesome, man. And for, for everybody who maybe doesn't know Brandon, um, I'm pretty sure you've seen pictures of a shop uh, kind of flooding Facebook lately. Um, it's a elite motorsport motorsports, right? Or, yeah, it, it's, it's EAS motorsports, EAS. Okay. which makes yeah. no sense. EAS yeah. is yeah. Express okay. Auto Salon Motorsports <laughs> makes right. no sense, but uh, uh, but so it, it's, it's kind of just paying heritage to you know where I've come from. Right, right. So yeah. for everybody, it's it's the it's the detail shop that looks like a high end dealership, like yes, the McLaren in the showroom with the crazy yes. lights and all the beautiful stuff. I mean, you you showed me some pictures, I think, um, at MTE that I don't think I've seen on on Facebook yet, and you know you're you're um you really seem to be like, what's his name from a uh, Jurassic park, you know, spared no expense. Cause that yeah. shop just looks gorgeous, man. <laughs> yeah. Right now I'm building something pretty crazy. I'm, I'm actually taking a cabinet that moves around. It's a big stand up rolling cabinet and I'm turning it actually into a, uh, a, uh, a wash based basically like a, so I'm building an outside wash bay and an inside wash bay. Okay. And, um, you know, I've, when I open my other shop, I, you know, got like the nice, real big industrial cat electric pump yeah. mounted it on the wall, did my filtration system all through that. And that pump is still going today. So I'm going to use that pump again, but I'm mounting it in a big, you know, I think this cabinet's probably seven, eight feet tall and it rolls and I'm going to mount it in the cabinet and then do all the hose, hose reels, the pull hose reels in the cabinet and all the, the, everything that's needed for washing in that cabinet. So uh -huh. technically you can stay outside or it can roll around and right. just have quick connects on the outside. So you can quickly connect electricity to it, water to it, air to it, and then move it, move it around. Jeez. So, uh, and I mean, just that project alone is, you know, getting pretty expensive, you know, doing a CR spotless in it, you know, the right. whole the copper lines, it's, you know, it's, it's getting out of hand really quick. So yes, everything is, is getting, <laughs> you know, and I'm getting, to, to, to the, those fun projects now. Um, and, and, you know, racking my brain every day, you know, I've got the thing today, lay down on the lift and, you know, looks, looks wild. And they're trying to put this thing together. So wow. I'm trying to vlog it a little bit to uh, hopefully show some other guys. Cause I think it would be great for someone that needs something mobile around their shop. Like everything is self-contained. You don't need right. to walk anywhere, all the brushes, everything, everything, your soap, everything will be in there. So, uh, 
so yeah, we got some cool things going on with, uh, with, yeah, the no expense spare. We have glass floors in some places, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty crazy, man. Nice, man. Yeah. That's so, so the one thing that I kind of took from, from talking to you over the weekend, um, is you're, you're very smart or at least maybe you come off very smart. So like, where do you, where do you come up with these ideas for the stuff that you're doing? Cause a lot of the stuff that I see you doing, you know, it's, I don't know that I've ever seen it in another shop or seen somebody else do it. Um, especially like what you're talking about, like, you know, taking a rolling yeah. cabinet and turning it into an all-in-one, you know, wash system. I mean, I've, I, I don't, you know, I, I got that comment a lot this weekend. I, I was having dinner with, uh, with Jason Rose and, um, and the conversation came up and, uh, you know, I told him that I didn't make it past seventh grade. And he was like, oh. what? Like, he's like, what? Like, you know, he couldn't believe it. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, I'm, you know, I'm not, don't ask me to write a paragraph because it's going to, it's going to come out fucked up. Like, right. you know, the, the commas there and there's not going to be right. Like all. So um, I think maybe I'm just, I, I don't know, uh, creative, maybe. Okay. Maybe I just have a creative mind. Uh, you know, it's, it's like when I did my shop in 2013, like it was, it, it was, you know, state of the art at the time. Like I had TVs everywhere in the shop. I had it to where clients could log in the computer. They could go to my website and log in and physically see their car in the shop. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So it was because we were, we were dismantling cars. Like I was getting phone calls. Like we, when we first started taking, when I got into the rap industry and I started taking cars apart, like I was getting phone calls from technically guys that were renting like best rapper of the year award at SEMA right. they were calling me and they were like dude what the fuck are you doing taking cars apart they're yeah. like it's it's our rule if it takes longer than 15 minutes you don't do it you don't take it apart and I'm like stop calling me this is the way I do my <laughs> shit you know what I'm saying like yeah I'm not I don't even care that you're the best rapper I'm not even trying to compete with you I don't care like I'm doing me over here you know and it's and it's I I try to be as creative and as innovative as I can you know with coming up with ideas and uh, it sucks because there are a lot of times that I will go look for an idea. You know, I'll be like, you know, let me right. go look up a cool this and I'll try to go get an idea and I can't find anything. And I'm like, shit, man. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, it's, it, it sucks because sometimes I do want a little bit of guidance to try and take something from something, but most of the time I can't find it. So I have to, you know, like this cabinet, I think I'm going to screw this cabinet up probably. Like, I, I think, I think it's probably, I'm probably going to mess it up. Right. To, to chase that perfection you know what right. i'm saying but i'm willing to sacrifice the cat and guess what if i nail it the first time i nail it the first time it's a win you know what exactly. i'm saying but i'm yeah. willing i'm willing to sacrifice this cabinet so, right now and so do a, these ideas come to you like when you're doing something else or like you're just laying no, in bed so, at night and, and you get an idea oh and, and you know because because i know for for me like if i'm just laying down or or just sitting watching tv like stuff ideas for the podcast or things I want to do with the podcast never really come to me. It's when, it's when I've got the headphones on, it's when I've got a polisher in my hand and I'm, and I'm just kind of doing my thing. Like that's when my brain decides it wants to get creative and start thinking about ideas or reaching out to somebody, you know, to try and get on the podcast and things like that. So how does it work for you? Mine used to be like that. And now it's like me and you will be talking at MTE. And fucking all of a sudden, something will just start rambling through my brain. I think one of your, one of, I think they might, I think it was Mike 
like uh-huh. was walking yeah. inside of me. He looks at me, he goes, man, it looks like your wheels are spinning right now. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> I'm like they never stop. Like yeah. they never stop, man. It's always, you know, yeah. Sometimes it'll be when I can't go to sleep or when I wake up in the middle of the night or, um, you know, th- this cabinet plan just came out of nowhere. Like I was originally thinking of building an actual, you know, just an extension onto the building. Like, you know what I did actually, I was thinking about getting a, um, a big electrical panel box okay, and, and mounting that to the side of the building and putting, putting just the pressure washer and just the reel in it, just the minimal things in it. And then the more I started looking, these boxes weren't deep enough to fit the hose reel. Right. So I was like, so I'm walking around and I, and I see one of these cabinets that I got from, uh, from Sam's and I'm like, that thing's pretty fucking deep. Let me see that. So I, I, I grabbed it and I measured it. And then I started pulling everything out of it that I had. And I had, you know, the, my typical, you know, it, it was one of the ones that had the drawers in it that had all the color coded towels and the magic eraser pads and the, and the pullouts. And on the bottom of it had all the color coded, uh, garbage cans for the different towels and right and so i started pulling all this stuff out you know what i'm saying and measured it and like i said flipped it on its back you know cleaned it flipped it on its back dropped the pressure washer and it dropped the reel in it and like you know just it just starts going man so yeah it's it's you know these these ideas i can be mid conversation midi i'm just i'm just constantly trying to trying to think of something and that's yeah. that's kind of why i'm how i'm built i don't have an i don't have an eta for the, the completion of the shop because it's like literally every little project yeah. Hey there, podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcotte, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. I remember, like I, remember I asked you, like, when do you think you'll be yeah. open? You're like, I don't know, every day I go in there and I'm like, can I put yes. this here? Can we do that there? Can we do yes. this? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's every day is just a new journey of, of trying to, to figure things out. You know, it's, right. it's, 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 it's amazing. Um, before, you know, I was at, I was still at my old shop and this shop was still being built and now I'm there every day. So now it's like, I'm really involved hands on with every bitty, bitty right. little single thing you know so which is cool so if you're doing that every day like how are you keeping business going how are you keeping your clients taken care of how do you keep money coming in to just go right back out to the shop kind of deal so i'm pretty much telling everybody i'm closed like every right. you know first and foremost when somebody reached out i'm like look man i am under construction i don't have electricity in some spots i don't have heat you know some some it's still raining in some parts of the building like it's you know it's I'm closed. And right. some of them are like, look, Brandon, I get it. Not in a rush. 
just let me come drop my car off. So I'm getting a lot of that and I'm getting, you know, people bringing the cars in and I've got a, quite a few body shops that I take care of for PPF. Okay. And the same thing with them. You know, I tell them, you know, straight up, like get them under construction. Like, you know, give me, give me a couple extra days. You know, yeah. I, I had a, a van, a sprinter van that got dropped off. Well, I was, at, I was literally on the way to MTE. They called me they're like, Hey, we need the sprinter van wrapped. I'm like, I'm leaving town. Like won't be yeah. back till middle of next week. So, and he's like, Oh, I think we need it this weekend anyway. And I'm like, okay, perfect. They dropped it off while I was going anyway. So, I mean, it's just, you know, people just, they still, they, right. they don't, they'd rather bring it to me and wait than bring it to somebody else. That's awesome. So yeah. you, you at least have enough space in there that you can get some oh, yeah. stuff done and, and just yeah. with it's, the... it's not as efficient as I want it to be. Right. Yeah. It's still stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just got some of the stuff out of the, I've got a huge, I bought, we got a huge double stack car trailer. That, uh, that I plan on when I start going to some of these big motorsports events uh, that I'm going to be towing the cars around in. And I bought okay. a big 18-wheeler rig. And technically, dude, I was like working out of that. Like I was going in there, pulling this out, pulling that oh, wow. out. And, but we just got everything out of there. So, um, but I still have like two huge storage units, like full of stuff. Like, right. So I still got to go get, but I've got bare bones, you know, and I've also, I've been hiring some of the local detail guys. Like I'll be like, yo, hey, come out wash this car for me get this car washed because i don't have a full wash station set up so i'll be like hey come wash this car i'll have them wash it and do all the prep work and then i'll do the polishing and whatever okay. else needs to be done so that's pretty yeah. cool yeah so when is it just you right now i mean even even Current, currently right now yes yeah. yes but so, even even as eas before you decided to do the motorsports part of it was it always just you or did you have no i've had a few guys here and there you know i've okay. had one point i've had you know anywhere between five and 30 people working there at a time. Oh, wow. it's, it's just been, yeah, it's, it's depends on what's going on. If we had like a big job where we were having to do a large volume of cars, if we were traveling to some of the big jobs that we did, we were, you know, a hundred people almost. So oh. I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. Some of the big jobs. Yeah. And then when you, but, when you fully open and it's motorsports where you guys will be doing, you know, engine builds, aftermarket stuff. I think you said you're putting in a dyno. So the, yes. So are you going to reach out and hire like mechanics and things like that to, that'll work, come in and work? Yeah. For you so, for so over, over the last couple of years, um, I've made very close relationships with McLaren technicians oh, okay. and uh, these guys, I would fly them in. Like uh, when we were doing big things, like uh, I'm a McLaren. We were doing the first one to install bigger turbos and, you know, do these things to, to the, this McLaren. I was like, you know what, let me, let me, I found a few techs that were really, you know, gearheads. And uh, I said, you know, let me fly these guys. In. And it's not, it's not because we weren't confident in our own abilities, but it was just to be safe. You know what I'm right. saying? We're, we're taking apart three, $400,000 cars. So let's, yeah. let's fly these guys in for the weekend. And, you know, I give them the keys. I had a, uh, had an ATSB, so I'd throw them the keys, I'd get them a B&B house, fly them in, you know, let them have a blast, work on the cars, they'd oversee everything, they, they'd turn wrenches with us, and then we'd fly them back home, you know, I'd, I'd give them some money and fly them back home, and we, we did that a bunch of times, so I've created really good relationships with these guys, and, um, and now they've been wanting to come work for me, so we're getting, cool. you know, getting to the point now to where we, we're talking about relocating a few of these guys, to be here to handle those things, you know, and it, it, it's, it's crazy because these guys now they'll even message me. They'll be like, Hey man, I'm at so-and-so's house and I'm not at work. So I don't have these tools. 
how the fuck did y'all do this? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. So, you know, kind of like the backwoods way of how did you do this? So, you know, we'll, we'll, I mean, we've engineered, we literally have made parts to, to, uh, or tools to remove some of the parts from the cars. So um, it's kind of cool. The relationships we've created with those guys over the years, man. And uh, we've done some cool things with the cars and it gives some clients a peace of mind to just say, you know, even though, we may have just as much knowledge as a guy, a technician that's trained from the factory. Yeah. It's a peace of mind. It's they, they, you know, a client would like to hear, Hey, this guy came from X, X dealership that yeah. serviced everything. You know what I'm saying? Cause a few of the guys were looking at bringing, you know, do Lamborghini, McLaren, Aston Martin, you know what I'm saying? They don't do just McLaren. Right. So, yeah. but having the tools and the know-how, like, you know, I, can't tell you how many times I've been called out to to go somewhere and get somebody's car up and running. And they're just like, holy shit, how'd you know how to do this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I've been, I've been doing it, you know, since they came out, since the McLarens came out. So, yeah. Nice. So you did a lot of the work on, on your car yourself then? Absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's, that's cool. kind of, that's kind of a funny thing. Like, you know, a lot of these guys, especially a lot of these muscle head guys, gearhead guys, you know, they'd be like built, not bought. And some yeah. of my friends will post a picture of me under the car with the turbos in my hand. Right, right. Yeah. You know I'm saying like in there physically working on the car myself. No, I I 100% know everything all the way down to the the tuning. Like I completely understand everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a high end car, but at the end of the day, if you have mechanical knowledge yes. a motor is a motor there you go you know, a turbo is a turbo absolutely you know they're just harder to work on they, they put the turbos in they put one where you can get to the wastegate they flip the other one over to where the wastegate's on the top and it's a <laughs> fucking bitch you got to take yeah. the whole turbo out to get to so yeah we plan on building one of the cars specifically with top mount turbos so we can get to the we can get to that the you know, we're going to put turbo smart wastegates and things on. Right, yeah. we, can, we can tweak them a little bit more, but that was one of the main problems when we put the bigger turbos on is again, we can't go back and refer, you know, when you do an LS engine, you know, you can basically go through and say, okay, this, 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 and this, but when you start doing it to a McLaren, there's no, there's no parameters to fall in. Right. We're, we're, we're in here blind. So, I mean, and that's another thing, you know, we'll, we'll go out street racing, and, you know, you'll get a, you get a thousand, 1200 horsepower Corvette that beat you. And, you know, they're, they're pounding their chest and like, oh, you paid three, $400,000 for that. And you're like, no, you, what you don't understand is I could have built that. Like, that's easy. Yeah. What you yeah. did is easy. There's a blueprint to that. You know what I'm saying? We took, uh, yes, our cars are faster out of the gate stock for stock, but we pushed it to the limit. You know what I'm right. saying? Like yeah. we did it ourselves. Like, you know, and that's the, that's the thing that goes over a lot of these guys heads that, yeah. that, you know, LSs to us are simple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tuning other cars are simple. Turning up other cars are simple. I wanted the challenge, you know? I, I wanted something that, and again, Lamborghinis, underground racing was doing them. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something completely different. McLaren, let's go. Right. You know? And of course, as a kid, I've always idolized McLaren. So nice. that was just a plus. Nice. Yeah. So one thing that... um Is your car detailing website crashing and burning? Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. 
Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to DetailersRoadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's DetailersRoadmap.com. DetailersRoadmap.com. Roger. So one thing when we talked that I actually thought was really cool and some people maybe listen to this we'll get is so yeah you have a mclaren but it's not a garage queen like you're daily driving it like you specifically told me that you you know wanted to do these 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 aftermarket you know um performance pieces and things like that so that you could say like you know here's a x year old mclaren with twenty thousand miles thirty thousand miles forty thousand miles you know for as long as you keep it so I, I think that's awesome um, because to me, those, those types of, that's the, they're, they're such great pieces of work, you know, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, McLarens, that type of stuff, but because of their, their value and their exclusivity, you know, they just become garage Queens and they're not driven. And it's, you know, you're, it's like taking a, a thoroughbred pedigree and just leaving it in the stable you know, cause they're, they, they hardly ever let them out and run. So I, I think that's awesome that, that it's a daily driver for you. <laughs> You're not afraid yeah, to put miles yeah. on it. I did that right out the bat. I mean, I flew, I basically, I cut the paint protection film out at my shop. And when I purchased it at the dealership, flew there with the paint protection film and applied the film. And it, it was crazy because when I got there, the film wouldn't stick. Like it was like, I never touched PPF before. Like it oh, was wow. insane. Like the, the film would not stick. I'm in the back of this dealership. Thank God no one was watching because dude, it would not <laughs> stick. And I couldn't bring gel because you can't, you can't bring gel on the plane. Yeah. So it, this, it wouldn't stick. So I'm like, Fuck, what do I do? So I had to, um, the dealership wouldn't let me leave because of uh, some registration issue. I, like I was going to leave without a plate. And uh, right. they were like, you can't, you can't do that. We don't give you plates, blah, blah, blah. So it was just a pain in the butt. So I was stuck there longer. And uh, I had time to get track wrap sent to me. And what I did was I, I knew I was going to, my friend has a, a house in uh, Jersey. So I shipped gel to his house and I shipped track wrap to myself. And uh, what I did was just track wrap the front of it and then drove to Jersey, then used the gel and, and clear broad the whole front and then drove home. Nice. So the, um, but the thing out the gate was to drive this car. And you know, the other crazy thing is I was told that it's one of three in, in chicane. It's the only, there's only three of them that they built in chicane. The only two of them have been seen. There's a, there's an S that has orange brake calipers. And then there's mine that was a GT with red brake calipers and red interior. And uh, the third one I have, I have yet to see. So uh, it's even a super rare McLaren. And here I am, you know, right. permitting, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a sin here. But not only am I driving, it, I've, I've turned it up and, and driving the hell out of it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's worked out great. Um, and again, I wanted to prove a point that, you know, you know, it's, it's almost like any, anybody, a lot of people come out 
in this industry and make claims right off the bat. Yeah, you know, uh, we've got a coating that lasts this long. We've got, you know, we've got a performance package that does this. You know, we've got this that does this. And right. it's like, have you really tested that? You know, so, and, and I knew the shop was coming. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to be able to, when the shop was ready, I wanted to be able to stand up and, and say, look, we can offer you a package that does this. And we know 100% for a fact it does this. And we know it will run for this because here's our example. Right. We've done it. It's been in our control the whole time. It hasn't been at Jim's house and Jim's telling us he's driving it or Jim's doing this. Like it's, this car is mine. Like right, it's owned yeah. by me. You know what I'm saying? It's driven by me. I drive the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have no problems. <laughs> drive, drove, getting... it to, drove it to MTE from Louisiana. Exactly. I have no problem getting yeah. in it and driving it wherever. Dude. Like it's, so that's a true testament to, you know, our, our work. So uh, that's one thing I wanted to be able to do is, is definitely stand behind my work and what, what better way right. to do it like that. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. So let's, let's like do a little bit of a, of a rewind. So how do you go from, you know, kid that doesn't have any education past the seventh grade to having this, the, you know, being able to build this badass shop, you know, be able to go and buy a McLaren. Like, so when did you get into detailing and then, and then how did you grow it? What did you, you know, what kind of things did you do to get to the level that you're at now? Um, so, I mean, I've, I've done everything from, I've had major contracts with net jets, you know, I was doing three, four, five, ten 10 jets a night. Uh, and then I've went to big overspray jobs. Uh, I mean, I've, I've done it all as for, you know, I haven't, yeah. I've never got into to boats. I've never really got into boats. I've done a, you know, I've done just the basic, you know, Hey, you know, yeah. shine my boat up, you yeah. know, but I've <laughs> never really been the big boat guy like jets, dude. I, I've, I've seen so many freaking jets, dude. I've done Oprah's jet. I mean, I've done so many big people's jets that it's ridiculous. Um, but I, and I love jets. I, I love doing them. It's just, the problem was my, detailing was during the day and jets were at night and yeah. I, I was getting extremely burned out. You know, I was literally all day and all yeah. night, man. Like I would get just a couple hours of sleep. Um, and you know, I like kind of like you and a lot of these other guys, I kind of, I stepped back from the internet and I focused on my business, you know, and I focused. So, uh, I, I would say, that's, that's been a lot of it is focusing right. on my business, you know, focus on growing my business and working on my customer service and learning the skills and, and putting them to use that, that would be the biggest thing that, that I've done. And now I'm trying to, you know, kind of get out here a little bit more and, uh, you know, even let people know that I even exist yeah. so, because I have, I haven't been, you know, much of the internet guy. I haven't been much of the, Hey, you know, look, look at me here. I am there. I am, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm doing. So, right. you know, it's a shock to a lot of people, you know, who the fuck am I, you know what I'm saying? Well, where did you come from? You know? Yeah. So, but, but I've been focusing on my business and I, I've, you know, just evolved, dude. I've evolved all the way from, you know, the kid that started with the bucket, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, literally like <laughs> detailers. Let me tell you about one of my go-to brands, Hyperclean. HyperClean makes a full range of products for all your detailing needs. I'm a big fan of Eco One Rinseless Wash. Eco One is slick infused rinseless wash that will leave your client's cars clean 
and protected. Slick Detailer Spray is my second favorite product. Slick can be used as a spray and wipe quick detailer or spray on the car wet as a drying aid that will leave the car with a nice shine and protection. Oh, and you want ceramic? Well, HyperClean has those too. Uno, Dos, and Trace are some of the best single layer, one, two, and three year coatings on the market. I have personally tested all three of these coatings and they outperform a lot of other coatings. So go to hypercleanstore.com to order your supplies and don't forget to use the code DETAIL15 at checkout to save 15% on all your purchases. So Literally when get... when did you start? Like how old were you when you started? And so, and like what, what got you into doing it? I mean, what was the decision to like, oh, I'm going to clean cars? So I got a, so I worked at a dairy farm um, and I worked hard to get this little truck that a flea market had up the street, a flea market they, they sold cars to. And, uh, and I needed ways to pay for this truck faster because I was only making $20 a day at the dairy farm. So the, I don't know how it exactly came about, but I came to start cleaning the cars for sale at the flea market to try and help work pay off some of this truck that I was trying to buy. Cause when I get, as soon as I get money, I'd run to the flea market, be like, I got $300 more dollars. You right. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's 300 more dollars. Cause they had a nest 10 that I wanted and it, it sold before the little mighty and And then they got a little mighty max in and I wanted that truck. And, uh, and then finally, I say I got to the point to where I had enough for the truck and a radio. So, and I didn't even have a driver's license yet. So I literally got the truck and didn't know how to drive a five speed really either. So my uncle took it to the radio shop. They put the radio in. And then when it got, when we got at home, the first thing I did was pull the radio out and figured out how they wired the radio in. So I would understand how that worked. Right. And then, you know, just basically tracked everything next thing I know, I'm putting speakers in. I'm taking my little house speakers that I had in my room out and put them in the truck. Like, you know, just, and then, and then, you know, just detailing the truck, detailing the, I still continued to detail for the, the, uh, the, uh, the flea market. I made, I made, I made one. There's a huge mistake that I made. They got the owner of the flea market had a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And, you know, you gotta think back then, this is, this is like top of the line, Laredo, yeah. like, you know, black with the red pinstripe, like this was it, dude. And uh, one day they, they told me to take this one home and detail it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So dude, I thought I was hot shit. I get in this Jeep and I go <laughs> pick all my friends up like a fucking idiot. I go pick all my friends up and I'm trying to burn out in a fucking Jeep Laredo, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to burn out in this thing. And we cannot get this thing to burn out, dude. So I get off, I, I kind of go off the road a little bit to try and maybe get, you know, into the loose stuff to try yeah. and so we can get it to do something. It's still, we, it, this Jeep just would not do it, dude. So again, being young and ignorant, I put the car in neutral and I rev it all the way up ah, and just slam it down in the freaking driver first. Bam, bam. <laughs> the drive shaft comes apart. Oh, man. And then I had to call this man and tell him, you know what I'm saying? What yeah. I did like that was, that was, Oh, so I, I got, I got, I got burned pretty good right out the gate of, you know what I'm saying? Messing with someone else's shit. Yeah. Man. But that yeah. was, that was a huge mistake I made, you know, out the gate and young man, you know, you gotta think I was 14, 15 years old, dude. And did that to this freaking cheap little <laughs> man. But then, but then, you know, I, I went and worked at a, you know, a car wash and, they, uh, 
they put me in charge of the buffing and waxing and things like that. And just, you know, I just kept continuously doing, it. I entered my car and I got a little civic and entered it into a car show. And I won one of the car show awards basically by how clean the car was. Like literally the judge ran his finger underneath the fender well and came to me and said, Hey man, you're the only car that I ran my finger under the, in the wheel well. And my, yeah. my fingers came out clean. He's like, you're probably going to get a pretty good award for just that. And I'm like, yes. Nice. <laughs> and and I, I got either first or third place. I got between first and third place at that show. I was, I was winning a lot of shows at, at yeah. that time with my little car. And I, I even had, I still got the picture today. I had a board out front of it. Like, and it said like, you know, it had all my mods on it. And, you know, this was like a big construction board. And I just, you know, with yeah. a marker drew on this thing. And it, you know, it's even says like, if you need any detailing car customization, like we still have this picture today, dude. Like, oh, so, cool. it, it, you know, I, I've, I've always been messing with cars. I was a fireman for a little while done a bunch of other things but i've always done you know detailing and car modifications like that's just been what i've so how do you how do you go from detailing cars with a little flea market to to jets like where like what where did that first come in that somebody's like hey you want to detail a jet (laughs) so what happened was uh i uh trying to think of the first plane that i cleaned I think I, I think I just had I just got referred to a, a client with a with a little Cessna or something, and uh-huh. I did that. And then uh, I was I was like, I was you know in shock by planes, you know, like oh man, this is so cool, you know. And of course, as a kid, you grow up, you want to be a fighter jet pilot, so you know planes and planes are cool. So yeah, uh, everybody then, wants to be Maverick. Yes, yes. <laughs> so so like um, I'm I'm you know trying to get into the airport and I just I can't seem to crack that market dude like I could not seem to crack it and um I I I started focusing more on my mobile detailing and one day I got a phone call and uh it was it was a company uh called Immaculate Flight and they called and said hey uh we heard you're the guy to go to in town for detailing and we're thinking about opening up a uh we're thinking about opening up a like a basically you know at the at the fbo there one of our businesses are you right. interested in running it and i'm like no i'm not fucking interested in that and he's like man look just let me come to town let me talk to you and i'm like dude i'm not fucking interested and he's like man just he, just hear me out just have just have dinner with me i'm like fucking whatever dude so <laughs> the guy comes to town and uh you know we, we we talk and he offers me a salary and i was like man i said look dude i'm i'm really not interested i said i'm really trying to grow my business you know and i don't want to mislead you or you know what i'm saying like i i don't want to burn any bridges and i don't want to mislead you and i don't want to mess anything up for you or your company yeah you know what i'm saying like like don't get me wrong i would love to do planes i've been trying to get into planes but i I just don't think this is the right fit for me and he's like uh he's like look man we can work something out you know if you want some kind of split profits if if you want to get into this you know what i'm saying like you don't have to technically work for us. He's like, and we'll send you to training. You can, you can come up to North Carolina, do training. We'll teach you a bunch of shit, you know? And I'm like, of course, and I'm like, man, I know every fucking thing, dude. You don't need to fucking teach me nothing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm a detailer. I know what right. the fuck I'm doing, you know? <laughs> so, um, but I, I went to the training and man, the, those fucking boys, yeah, they, they taught me a lot about bright work, man. You know, because honestly, realistically, I didn't, I didn't know shit about bright work, dude. Right. And uh, I got up there, but I, I killed it. And the first thing they put me on was a fucking prop, man. And that that working that, that <laughs> big wool rotary around a prop, dude, that was some serious work. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I learned a lot and I uh, came back home 
and basically, you know, took over, took over, you know, basically that whole operation, you know, right. here. And it was, that was because they already had all the contracts secure. They had net jets, flex jets, citation share, like they had every large contract. Wow. So it was like, I was just like thrown into it. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't yeah. a little bitty. This was big time thrown into i had master keys to all the jets like yes yes wow. and i did that for a while until all the way into the super bowl here and uh i had another large project going on um for an overspray job and um after a few back and forth with the airport i was like fuck this shit fuck it i don't, right. I don't have time for this i just opened my new shop and i had this huge job going on that i was making astronomical amounts of money it wasn't worth my time at that point so i was like you know what screw this forget it and I stepped away from the jets and yeah, just been, I got more into PPF and wraps and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So when you, when you were doing the jets, when you were detailing the jets, was it more of just like a, like a polish and a ceiling or, or I mean, were you doing any kind of full corrections? Cause we had um, <clears throat> Mike Karadinas and, and Tony Kiger on um, a couple episodes back talking about, cause they did a, a jet detail. They, Mike Cardenas had a, a client who specifically wanted his jet paint corrected and coded. So, I mean, like they went in, you know, and did full on paint correction, yeah. which most, most jet guys aren't going to do because it's a jet, right? It's going to go up in, in the air and it's just going to get completely hammered anyways. So was it what you were doing was more of a, like, just like a, a polish kind of deal or were you going kind of full on with it? So they had, they had levels. And they, they broke it down into basic things. Like a level one was basically you go, the jet the, the jet comes in, you go out there, you clean the wheels, which where all the brake dust is on. Yeah. Kill, clean the flaps where all the bugs got. You clean the nose cone, you clean the leading edges, and you clean the interior and the windscreens. So that was a level one. That was just a basic, you know, yeah. you know probably keeping them up. Then your level two was your full exterior, full interior. And then your level three was your full-on bright work, polish, everything except for basically paint correct the, the jet. Like you would you would clean the hell out of the bright work would be perfect. Right. And then and then you had above that would be like uh, we were doing like Z coat, like Zymol and and yeah. uh Xylon, like yeah. those you ever seen the big Xylon cans? Yep. Yeah, we were doing Xylon coatings. Um, but those were very few. You know, I, okay. I've probably done maybe maybe a couple hundred of those, you know what I'm saying? Compared to everything else that right, Jesus right. did, like, you know, there was, there was far, far more of the, the other things. <laughs> yes. But there, there wasn't, it wasn't like, yes, like you're saying, there wasn't many code. It was very rare that you yeah. would do a coding, but it was, you know, I probably, probably more it. like a level one or possibly a level two, because it's, yes. it's like the equivalent yes. of running it through and the it, car wash, right? You're just going to go yeah. and get the yes. kind of basic deal done. Yeah. Yes. Especially if like they came from somewhere where it was snowing, you know, the ice shit all right, over. Yeah. And then, you know, if they came from Texas, oh God, the bugs are so big. They have like the huge bug splats <laughs> on them, you know, all right, over right. the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But um, but so we got a lot of like uh I remember, you know, one Thanksgiving, I I did a big, big, huge golf stream for uh a company that they're actually uh they were working during Thanksgiving too, because they're actually they owned a big boat company. They owned okay. a huge boat company and their boat got just got captured by pirates. Oh, wow. So they were in negotiations to try and get their freaking crew back for the boat. So their pilots had to stay here at this hangar through Thanksgiving because at any given moment, they were going to have to 
they were going to fly out in their airport was in the middle of nowhere. Like they literally it's in Galliano and Galliano, basically they built the airport for themselves basically down there. And they have, you know, they have big golf streams, big, you know, they had a bunch of jets and uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner there at the hangar, you know, but we, we did a full on, you know, coat basic. I think pretty much all of the jets that he had there, we did, you know, everything like full on. So you would get those, but just, just not as many, you know, But I see, I, I still see, you know, some of these guys getting into some of these jets and uh, it's pretty interesting to see some of the things they're doing to them and some of the tools they're using. I'm like, eh, it's crazy. Yeah. I even That's... see some of the guys using DAs on bright work and I'm sitting here like, yeah, hey. yeah, huh? it's like, not... dude, I would be, I would be me. on the front of bright work with a big wool pad rotary cranked all the way up with every inch of my body leaning into that to get yeah. this stuff to to knock out and then there's right. these guys like this with a da on the bright work and i'm like huh yeah. that but DA they're probably they're not- probably not getting it reflection mirror you know kind and of shine the, you know just- and that's the crazy thing because most of these jets were just taxis like you know what i'm yeah. saying like these it wasn't privately owned planes i mean they were Net yeah 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 exactly it's it's uber of the jets kind of yes, yeah. yes exactly <laughs> yeah. and i would think that sometimes like is this person that comes out even going to notice how perfect this yeah this probably work is yeah you know they're just no, they're gonna not. fly to the next thing pick up the pick up the, the guy just swirl it up and just yeah. leave just there yeah, you go exactly. want to <laughs> how, how long did you do jets for before you decided to quit probably four years oh well, that's good yeah yeah. Oh yeah. And it was, it was, dude, like I said, it was, it was easily three to three to 10 jets a night, dude. It was insane. And then when we had, you got to think we had the sugar bowl here every year and yeah. sugar bowl, we would probably do 20, 30 jets a night. Easy. Like it was, it was intense. You, had a, per- you was, had a big crew, right? Like how many people, oh, yes. how yeah, many yeah, people, yeah. No, no. Then, how many people then, would do like, what, how many people did, would you have to do like just one jet? I mean, one jet, depending can... on the level, it would usually be two or three of us. Okay. Yeah, it'd be two or three of us. You know, if it was a small one, if it was a big one, man, you would you would get sometimes five, six guys, you know. So you probably and then it, you had what, like probably 30, 40 people a night working on jets, then if you're no, no, no. Or, I never had that many working on jets. I think the most I ever had working was me. Well, no, but uh, I'm saying like if you're doing like 10, 10 a night, is it just two or three of you doing all 10? Or would you or do you have like no, there would be between five and ten of us. Okay. Yeah. So you kind yeah. of split up. So kind of split up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'd send one guy, one or two guys with the vacuums and say, Hey, go vacuum everything, go wipe down everything. Like y'all do interiors. We're going to get on the exterior. And right. then usually they would beat us. And then we put them depending on where, where we fell, you know, right. what we do. And, and then, you know, if they had a lot of bright work, I mean, sh- dude, I'd watch, I'd watch the sun come up polish and that bright work sometimes. Jeez. And sometimes you'd get a couple level threes in a night. You, you, you get the email and you look at it and you're like, <laughs> like why you do this to me man like yeah. geez how do y'all expect this to get done right yeah. right it was crazy man do you miss it yeah man i miss the cool aspect of it. like i've seen some cool stuff i've met some cool people you know i've been in jets where they had carbon fiber showers in them you know what i'm saying oh, like i've yeah. seen some cool shit man but I, I mean i don't miss the that working all night no yeah <laughs> i don't i don't miss that part I don't miss, was that I don't was that obviously no before you were married that you were doing that or were no you, well yeah, no? yeah 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 it was yeah. before that okay. yes it was before okay. that but yeah you, i mean you couldn't make plans like you couldn't yeah you couldn't have friday night plans you couldn't have saturday night plans you couldn't you couldn't plan anything because you could literally be at dinner and your phone goes off and you've got 
five jets to go clean. You're like, <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was literally, you know, rolling the dice. It was, right. it was, you know, you, you don't know, you don't know what you're going to get. So it was, it was really hard to make plans or do anything. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, what's the, what would you, I mean, you know, everybody always wants to know cool factors. So what would you say is the coolest thing you've ever done? So Aston Martin called me from overseas and said, Hey, we've got 27 of our vanquishes that we are flying into new Orleans there. They've never been seen before. And we're renting out Nola Motorsports park and we're going to be driving and testing the cars there. And we're also going to be unveiling a few of our prototypes. And we heard you're the guy to call. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this wasn't Aston Martin of Atlanta. This wasn't right, Aston right. Martin of Houston. This was, you know, Erico plus 4-4. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, so that was cool as shit. And then uh, LFA, the Lexus. I've done that. I've done a huge oh, event wow. for Lexus. Uh, I did all the LFAs. They shipped all the LFAs here to do an event. And I got to take care of those. Uh, Lamborghini. I mean, I've done done a bunch of cool events like that. You know, st- and it sucks because you can post some of those events. You can't yeah. post some of the really like one of the events. They tried to take my phone away. They were like, oh, "Hey, wow. give us your phone." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." And they're like, "Give us your phone." Everybody's turning their phone in, and I'm like, "I'm a business owner. You're not taking my phone." I'm like, "Right, right." You call, you called. I, I was like, "I get it," but you called me out here to take care of these cars because of my reputation. I'm not going to ruin my reputation over a picture yeah. of your prototype. Like, yeah. But, but you have to understand, I have other things going on besides just this. Yeah. And you're paying me well, but you're not paying me that well. So I'm going to have my phone and I'm going to work. So let me go to work. And, and they, <laughs> they let me through, dude. Like it was, it was a little, it was a little push and shove. And I was, I was right. trying not to let go of the phone, but they, they let me in. But I mean, you got we, one of the cars they brought in, they literally brought this thing in at like 1 a.m. Like this is how crazy they were about the car. They brought this car in. They backed it up all the way to the, to the, the glass showroom thing and unload and put this black thing around like this. And I mean, this is way off the road. This isn't like, this yeah, is yeah. like by the street. Dude. <laughs> and they put these big black curtain things up on like my poles and then got this car out. And I'm like, really? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, it's 2 a.m. But I mean, I guess that's the time you see one of those paparazzi guys pop up. Yeah. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know takes, what I'm saying? Takes a picture Leaked, and puts it out there before it's yeah. photo. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, that's that's some of the cool things that, that I got to work. You know, I mean, I guess other than me, you know, finding ceramic coatings before, you know, everything took off, I would yeah. say that's that's probably some of the some of the cool factors or me working to get to where I am, you know, in this industry with, without, you know, someone backing me or giving me the money or loaning me the money to get here. You know, I guess that would be probably some of the cool factors, you know? Yeah. That's, that's cool. It's, it's cool that you, that you really, you know, blood, sweat and tears to to build what you're doing. Um, You know, and not, not that I don't think that there's a lot of detailers out there that are just, you know, silver spoon or handed, you know, whatever they've got, but you know, definitely, you know, since, since you and I have met and talking to you a little bit more and everything like that now, like seeing kind of, you know, from what you posted on Facebook, like what that building, like you showed me the before pictures of that building to what it looks like now. Like, you know, I don't know a lot of detailers who could 
do that honestly <laughs> you know i mean like so yeah, you that, that, definitely you at know. the end of the day that is going to be probably my greatest yeah that will be probably you know i mean don't get me wrong ceramic coatings took off pretty fucking big i probably should have jumped on that a little bit more but yeah. you know <laughs> this this building is you know and and the cool thing about it is i, I want to share this i want to share this with everybody i want to share this with with the whole detailing industry you know i want right. people to come see it i want to inspire people i i want you know, people to come use it for training. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to share this. I, I want to share this story and this experience because don't give me, just like you said, a lot of guys, I'm not taking anything from any of these guys because a lot of us did start from nothing. I'm not saying that, you know, everyone in the detail industry was handed anything, just like yeah. you're saying. And it's a lot of these guys started from nothing. They did. They started with, let me, let me go to AutoZone and see what the hell I can buy. Yep. Or let me go to my local little store and see what I can buy. And I mean, I mean, I have no idea what to charge these people. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you know, just the typical everyday, you know, challenges we all faced in the beginning. And that, so that's, that's kind of, you know, I want to get the story out there that this, this is how this happened. This happened the same way that everybody else did, you know, no, no, and that's just, awesome. I mean, we've, we've had people on the podcast details on the podcast before that, you know, literally had, you know, maybe a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars in their, their bank account, you know, to live on. And, you know, they took the gamble and go to Walmart or go to wherever and buy, you know, all, you know, have no money left over by the time they're done buying chemicals and stuff. And now they're trying to, you know, earn some of it back. So no, it's, it's, you know, it's a good thing. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is too, look, it's almost like uh, I've been, I'm trying to adjust this can. I think it's picking up a lot of back background noise. Um, so it's almost like you said though too. Like you were like, ah, I was kind of kind of leery about this guy at first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's because like it's you you kind of came, so I watched the YouTube video that you know kind of I I don't know if that's just when I took notice of you I guess or. Uh -huh. I don't know if maybe that was your big splash back into Facebook or something like that, because then yeah. I've kind of seen you, you know, after that. Um, and, and I know that was a, a different type of interview or whatever, but yeah, I was like, I was like, man, this guy kind of comes off a little know-it-all-ish and a little, <laughs> little cocky-ish. I don't know about him or whatever, but like I said, you know, then we kind of messaged a little bit and I was like, oh, he seems pretty cool, you know? And then we met at MTE and, and I was like, you know, again, you know, I try not to ever judge anybody by, by their social media, you know, or, or, yeah. or whatever. Yep. Um, because I've met a lot of people that on social media, I was like, this person's just a complete buffoon or whatever. And then they actually end up being super cool and we become friends and, and then kind of the opposite, right? Like I, I'm like, oh, this guy is super cool. And then you meet him and you're like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even Mike, you know, Mike told yep. me because because Mike had heard your your thing or whatever, and he's like, he's like you know, completely, <laughs> completely like wrote you off, and and I was like, no, yes. Mike, you got to get past those yes. like first five, five, ten minutes, yes. you know, and yes. he's like, no, 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 and then you guys like ended up linking up at MTE before I got there or something, yeah. and Mike's like. Brandon's the coolest guy ever. Like, you know, <laughs> dude, he pulled me to the side. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to, to uh, he was talking to Jason Rose and okay. in front of the, the entering the witch god. And I walked up and was, and was telling Jason hi. And, uh, and um, 
and he's like, I, I said something to him and he goes, Oh wait, you're, you're Brandon Johnson. You're, you're the guy with the shop shop. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, come here for a minute. And he pulls me to the side. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, man, I'm sorry for biting your head off online. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you don't remember. And I'm like, no, man, I, I, I don't. And he's like, Oh, well, that's good. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and then we started talking, you know what I'm saying? But I think he kind of gauged me for a second when I, when I was talking to Jason and he probably felt it out and then probably realized because it's, it's, it's like, it's hard to explain, but it's, I'm going, if someone is going to come at me with the cocky, stupid attitude, yeah. I'm more than likely to throw you some dumb shit back for multiple reasons. Just one, just to fuck with you. And just to, you know, just yeah. to, to set the tone and, 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 or sometimes I just won't say nothing. Cause I'm just like, Oh, this is fucking great. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but it's, exactly. it's, it's kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to gauge the situation and that's what you're going to get. If you give me some dumb shit, I'll probably give you some dumb shit back. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, some people see it like that. And, and that's the same as like, again, growing up, I didn't like bullies. I didn't, I, the, the fights I got in was the kids that were getting picked on. Like I right. didn't, I barely got in fights for myself. It was 99% of the time sticking up for someone else. So again, if I see someone saying something stupid or if I, you know, see I'm some people can't take the, the, the truth and the straight upness. Yeah. They take it as, as a certain way. And, and that's one thing. It's almost like, you know, me and you have talked a little bit about other subjects and I'm like, I put, you know, a bunch of people will say, Oh, let's talk about this. And I'm like, fucking put me in, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I have no problem saying it like it is. Right, and right. It's, it's good and bad because, you know, I feel like, like, like all the claims in the, in, in the industry with these coatings, like yeah. it sucks that they've gotten to where they are because if they had, if my stupid ass would have been online for the past 10 years screaming, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe we wouldn't have all these crazy claims. No, I don't think it would have mattered because there's enough people out there screaming it and, and they're still there. I mean, it's just, I think, I think, uh, I think it's just, coding companies trying to top each other right somebody comes out and, and that's ignorant that's yeah. ignorant I, yeah. I you know i want to be like and it sucks because i want to be like hey you ignorant motherfucker that's buying this shit <laughs> putting this shit on your t-shirt and your website stop it because right. you look like a you look like an idiot you know yeah. what i'm saying it'd be like you saying you're going to invent square tires like <laughs> you know it's not going to work stop i think i think there stupid. should just be an asterisk next to every coding claim and down at the bottom, you know, just says depends on how the vehicle is driven. Because <laughs> I mean, not, let's face not it, right? Driven, like, not driven. Yeah, yeah, or not driven, yeah, right? Not yeah, not yeah. Driven. Because because if you're gonna drive it, you're not gonna get whatever they probably claim. You'll get, you know, the what everybody knows it'll do. Yes. You know, and and yes. if it just sits in your garage and never sees the light of day, then yeah, it'll, you might get it. It'll last a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, e, e. Uh, exactly. mm. but it, that you know that's another thing because i want to be i want to be a lot of times i want to be the whistleblower like i, yeah. I want to be that guy i want to be the guy that says and in you know it's it's it has to do with a lot of things it has to do with i'm not afraid to stand up and say you know this isn't right i'm not afraid to do it. but the the shitty thing in this industry is that's not going to get you anywhere. And that no, sucks not. because, yeah. because I, I want to be the guy to come out and say, no, 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 no. But the problem is 
it's just it's it sucks that the industry's gotten where it's gotten and you've you've you have to walk that that fine line you know and that's that's what i've really tried to do with this podcast is walk a fine line because we want to talk about the things that are wrong in the industry and we have but at the same time we don't want to like point fingers call everybody out kind of deal specifically so we have to walk that fine line and you know kind of say well this is our gripe this is this without basically being aggressive about it or just being a dick and you see and i think that's where a lot of guys need to grow up like we need we need that i mean it's almost like anything if if you paint corrected a car and you posted it online and it still looked fucking ratchet, what would happen? <laughs> exactly. What would what would happen? Okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, you know what I'm right. saying? So so right. and, 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 and but even honestly, with that, even with that though, I've seen I've seen some people put up some some pictures that that aren't all the time. that aren't that great, <laughs> right? And you probably see it on my post, whatever. Um, <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> No. And everybody's like, ah, good job, man. Job. <laughs> Again. And, I, and at that the, point, I'm just like, keep scrolling. Keep don't don't get caught up in it. Just keep scrolling. You know, like but the good and bad thing with that is is, and this is where I wish we could change some things because at the end of the day, that guy is either getting to his ability. You, you know, he made progress. He made yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's the same with these coatings, like or these products. Like they, they probably have a decent product. It just needs some work. Yeah. And everything needs work, dude. We all need work in, in areas. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think it would be better for the industry if people could put on their big boy fucking pants and come to work. Because I think that would if if everything could get turned into the right thing. I, you know, I learned I learned this with a very close friend of mine. And I see him dealing with things all the time. And dude, we we fucking butted heads at first because he would do something just stupid. And I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, <laughs> and then I would see him, and then I would see him chewing these people out and going back and forth. And then, you know, I've learned to kind of like appreciate it because literally, you know, he'll tell somebody like, look, I'm about to curse and I'm about to say a lot of shit, but I need you to understand this isn't well, this isn't good. Right. This yeah. isn't good. This is for better for your. I'm trying to help you. If I didn't, wasn't trying to help you, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now. Right, right, get exactly. the fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the way that I wish we could help turn the industry. And, and that was my thing with my, my battle, so to say with ceramic pro is I was hoping that we could come to the table and we could have that big boy discussion. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I think, with a lot of these companies because everybody is chasing something. And a lot of these guys are chasing things in different directions. Like, you know, uh, some of these coatings are trying to do the same thing. Some of these guys are trying to do different things. Some of the, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and if we could get on a good page with them and develop that relationship of, you know, hey, this coating is doing this, this coating is doing that, this isn't doing this, this isn't doing that. But you get online and they take it wrong. Because look, I listen, I listen to your podcast about the MTE recap mm-hmm. and you threw some shade in the beginning that you probably didn't even realize you threw because the way you threw it, you talked about your Kong shirts being better quality than the quality of the shirts that you're selling now. Yeah. That was a direct bash at the current company. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're getting them from, you know what I'm yeah, saying? But well, it's not really a well, bash here's because, the thing, let, so because let you, me tell you something. If that, if I was that company, uh-huh. I would watch that and I would say, you know what? 
he's got a point. Why don't we look at an option for better quality shirts? Yeah. That's the way that should be. Taken. Well, the, the difference is, is, is the t-shirts and I wasn't bashing them because Mike wore his and it was actually a decent, a decent t-shirt. Um, and you guys saw it. There was the, the smaller yes. print logo, which yes. you guys said yes. you actually liked. Yes. Um, but to me, like the way that it was, I guess, digitally printed into the shirt, it wasn't as crisp. Uh, so as you weren't how... saying the quality of the shirt. You were saying like the quality of the yeah, print. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just like, like it wasn't as bright and bold as like okay. the shirt that I had done through the local. Right. And again, you know, it's, it's the difference of a big, you know, online yes. website yes. company yes. that makes t-shirts. Yeah. versus the local the local you know person that's you know maybe they're not printing as many maybe they've got better ink maybe. there's no telling there's no right. telling what the answer to that question is right but you see what i'm saying if you yeah. could go in there and be that asshole today oh yeah if you could go in there and be that asshole today and be like look guys i bought this shirt from these guys this is y'all shirt what the fuck do we have to do to get to this? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of right. the day, You're right. you know, some people can be like this motherfucking asshole, <laughs> yep. you, you know, or you can take it like, I appreciate oh, yeah. this. Let's He's figure right. this out. You, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's, and, and that's, the, the problem, that's what I want my approach to be right. to the industry. And, and, you know, the like problem it's, with I, this industry is egos and everybody's got a fragile uh, ego. So the minute you start talking trash, their egos get hurt. And then it's, you know, full on keyboard warrior, tickety tappity tappity tick tock. That's the problem with this industry is we all want to be, we all want to be detailer famous for whatever that fucking means. Right. Yes. Um, you know, and, and yes. it, it, and it's hard when I guess, you know, maybe for the details, I don't know how it is for the brands. I mean, the brands always seem to act like you can't say anything bad about them because then they'll badmouth you too. Or then, then you just look like a troubled installer or troubled detailer or whatever. And nobody, nobody wants you on their brand. I mean, I forget the guy a few years ago who went through coding companies and was like, was so upset about him. Like he was turned, like he was basically took his banners in his shop and was like flipping them upside down. Right. Like he was, oh, he was baiting that big thing. Mad. He, he right. wasted extra and, time. He didn't just take them down. He flipped right, them Right. Up. And then he was on Facebook, like every day, just shit talking all of them. But, you know, as far as for, like for detailers themselves, when you talk about the pictures, you know, why do we have to always like give somebody a thumbs up or whatever is, you know, again, like you don't know where that person's level is you know, and it's, it's something I said on, on another podcast, um, you know, your, your 90% correction might be 20% more than my 90% correction, you know, might be yep. more than your, you know, or whatever. Yep. So we're all gonna, whatever our correction level is, we're all going to be different. Like nobody's exactly the same 90% kind of deal. So that's where I think a lot of it kind of comes into like, you don't want to completely bash the guy for having, you know, still some light squirrel marks that if you pinch the zoom, you're going to see, yep. Yep. Um, you know, and again, that's, that's just where ego comes in because he might've done his best or she might've done their best. Um, and then here comes along, you know, Alex, like, Hey man, I pinched a zoom, that bitch to 10 ZX, whatever. And, and, uh, I still see some swirl marks in it. Get back at it, you know? Yes. Or, or, Hey, yes. it looks like you, uh, rub Vaseline all over yeah. your, your camera lens. It's so, it's so smeary, you know, kind of deal. Yes. And, and yeah, I'm we're, just, we're, we're each I'm, on our journey. 
and we're each along the journey. Not only that, you don't know what that client paid for. Exactly. You don't know that client, that client might not have paid for, for, for 10%. And you know what I'm saying? That guy is just, (laughs) is just honing his, you know what I'm saying? He's just learning a little bit and wanted to share it with it. So, I mean, there's a degree of of what I'm saying to it, but I'm, I'm more on the train of just, you know, holding a lot of these guys, like just one thing that drives me nuts is kind of deal, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just, and just like, you know, just again, you know, I see some of these guys doing the motivational things and speaks and you know what, dude, I think it's great. Yeah. Like I, at the end of the day, like that's, that's what some of these guys need. He, they're probably helping a lot of these guys they are motivationally speaking and all these things, but I don't think I, I don't I don't see it as some of these guys in those positions to properly be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like the, right. the guy's been detailing for six months, and he's yeah, just now he's holding telling trainings, you, charging seven hundred dollars. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Or he's going to tell you how to be a SEO pro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Search engine pro. And yeah. and the best thing about that is some of these guys, the reason they have the business they have is because of search engine, but it's because of search engine that someone else designed and they're paying for. It's not right. even what they designed and are paying for and targeting. And and it sucks because again, I want to be the whistleblower. And because again, I, I, I see the concept. I see the execution. I get it. I see you're trying to do something good, but slow down a little tadpole. There's, you know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, yeah. there's. And that's there's, where I think, that's where I think a lot of people that want to do that you know, again, you got to walk that fine line, right? Because you got to do it without, you know, being the dickhead, you know, and you got to do it without kind of like just, you know, thumbs up, buddy. You're doing a great I'm job. I'm not good at you know? not being the dickhead. I come right, off, especially right. online, especially you gotta, online. You dude. <laughs> and it might be with a lot to do with my seventh grade education. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to walk that fine line, but you're right. You know I mean? I wish there was a way where, you know, companies would at least be, you know, or the industry, let's just say the industry, yeah. right? Let's, let's say let's, the industry, let's right? Let's say as a whole right. was, was more open to that kind of criticism. And I mean, I've, I've even, you know, done that. Like I, I usually always try to make sure if I'm going to post up a picture or a walk around video or something like that, like, you know, it's the best of my abilities. And, and, you know, Aaron Knox kicked me in the nuts one time. I posted up a video I thought was awesome. And, and he was like, he like sends me a text. He's like, he's like, were you thinking about hitting them pillars? I'm like, what are you talking about? I hit the pillars. I did the pillars. Great. And so like, he sends me like a zoomed in shot of, of the walk around video. And, you know, I mean, the pillars, they're, they're sometimes hard to get absolutely perfect. And like, here's all this micro marring. And I'm like, you motherfucker. So I like pull the car back in the shop and I start going after the pillars again um, until I got them finished down real nice. And then, and then did another video. And then I was like, you know, here, that's the best it's going to be. Take it or leave it, you know? And I knew he was busting my balls a little bit, you know, but, but still like, you know, I took that criticism. I was like, well, shit, man. Okay. Well, I got to go back in there and redo it. Um, You know, so that's where I think people, I wish people in the industry were more open to that where you could, you yes. know say hey buddy you thinking about doing pillars today yeah or, you know yeah. hey, hey and that, that's what i would like to do actually... i would like to try and help bring light to that right. bring light to the industry of you know a, a banter constructive criticism you know what yeah. i'm saying because again at the end of the day like I, I i wouldn't be saying it or typing it if if in a way i wouldn't subtly hinting to you like yeah hey 
let's you know what i'm saying hey you know what i'm saying it's maybe most people would be interested in it if it was privately done i guess versus just like throwing it on facebook you know just completely oh i think some guys get more more mad if you do it what you call it man i've had some crazy shit go on some dms shit like really great but then the good thing is like you know you kind of want everybody to see and, and understand it at the yeah. same time right you no, know what I i'm know. saying because again, it's, it's because it's again fine line right it, it, i mean it, yes yes yeah did, did you see there was a there was a code man there was these two guys dinking at MT. I, think I, I just wore, saw I, a I don't video. Think I paid much they, they, to allegedly, they were launching a self-healing coating. Okay. I, I I didn't. I never went by the booth because the guy the guys just screamed infomercial every time I walked by it. I was like <laughs> infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> Be coming back the other way, and it's like infomercial. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it sucks because now I saw a video of them advertising that they had a self-healing coating there. And I kind of wish I would have went, looked, went over there and looked, but the whole infomercial thing steered me away. You know, yeah. it sucks. That I, and the the other thing was that that other coding. Uh, what was it? The system was it? System no, X. not System X. Uh-huh. No, it was that X Factor or whatever. System a Restore FX. Restore oh, okay. FX. Did you go okay. sit through one of those? No. No. So one of the guys sat through it and I was going to sit through it the next day. And then he came to me and told me that they want like 20 to $25,000 for their starter kit. Yeah. Okay. So I was, I was going to say the last MT in 2020, I was walking around with, uh, with my friend Jackie. She was because it was her first one and she was dragging me to like all these different things. And I was, I didn't really have anything going on. So I was like, oh, I'll go walk around with you. And we stopped at this one ceramic coding company. I don't even, I don't even know, remember the name or if they're even still around. And it was like $5,000 for the startup. And, and then you were like guaranteed your like territory or whatever. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like who's paying $5,000 for to become a, a, an installer for a coding company when all the big names are right, you know, two rows over and signing people up left and right kind of deal, you know? So I know CarPro invested a lot. They invested a lot in trying to go after that self-building coding. It was called oh, yeah. uh, Immortal. Yeah. Immortal. Yeah. yeah. And and I, Avi finally aborted the mission, which I think you I, had to be a painter in order to put it on. You couldn't yeah, even be a detailer. Much. You had to be a painter. You had to have a paint booth. You had to have. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. awesome. I mean, it was yeah. absolutely awesome. But yeah. Yeah. What, what's, what's, what, what level are you going to be, you know, again, you're going to be target probably a small market and these yeah. guys are going to have to build full on boost for this. Like that's yeah. completely, completely far another realm of coding, but I'm interested. I was interested. I think fireball was showing some things of their coding. They're dragging that hose nozzle. Did you see that video? Yeah. Dragging a hose nozzle across yeah. and it was healing. Yeah. So I'm interested yeah. to see some of these things and see what, what they're, what they're going to do. Cause I know I have clear bra in the front of my McLaren and it's swirled all to hell yeah. and it's self-healing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm interested to really see, and I know, I know clear bra is capable of versus a coating. Right. So right, exactly. I'm interested to kind of see how the these thing, things unfold. The thing I'm always curious about with the self-healing is, you know, the few companies that actually make them the self-healing part of it really has a, seems to have a, a limited lifespan. Yes. So, 
you know, you're, you're paying all this money for quote unquote self-healing coding when realistically after a year ish, it's gone. Know, the self-healing part's done. Like the coding's yep. still there. You yep. still have a coding, you know, but now you paid what half one, two times more than a regular coding just for something to last like a year. So yes, with all these self-healing you know, type deals. I'm curious to see if, if anybody's made any, you know, and I don't, it's I don't really going to last. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. don't really pay attention to it that much. Cause honestly, I think, I think I've had maybe one client in the six or seven years that I've, since I've been doing codings ever asked me about a self-healing code. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, again, that's with this banter back and forth with this coding is better than that coding. That coding. Yeah. It's, it's very rare that a, a client is coming to you and asking for a specific coding. You'll yeah. get those. Like, you know, I'll get the email every now and then of, you know, this and that, and, but nine out of 10, they, they're just looking for a ceramic coding. Yeah, exactly. I, for ceramic I tell coding. people all the time, you know, on the podcast, the phone calls I get, or do you do ceramic coatings? Yes. How much? Yes. And then if I yep. get to the third question, or, then it's usually, you know, <laughs> when can I book it? Usually, yeah, I, usually I hit them with the price and it's like, yes. Ooh, I, <laughs> gonna be that much because they're looking for you know the guy that's doing it for 4.99 down the road or whatever um but yeah <laughs> it's, it's wow I'm, never had uh anybody ask me about name brands so and I, and I don't really advertise a name brand for the most part you're not pushing a specific brand no i mean i have i have a brand but uh -huh. i mean i don't I mean, I don't, when people come and ask me about coatings, yeah, I do a coatings. How much is it? It starts at this price. I don't tell them what coating it is. Um, so you're about to start doing system X, right? You're about to try it. Um, they gave me a bottle to try, oh, um, snap. but, uh, give me some information about it. What you got, what you got. I haven't tried it yet. Shoot me a little something. No. What about, what about how's the, how's the warranty? I don't is it a one part. Is it, it a two part? It's a single, single layer. Okay. Uh, so they gave me their Crystal SS, which is kind of like their, I guess their mid-level entry. Oh, they didn't give you the good stuff. No. Come no. on, man. You gotta. Yeah. What you gotta do? Two handshakes and a click to the back or something. No idea. You gotta get in the back door. You just went know. in the front door, didn't you? Yeah. You went in the front door. You got that regular. Yeah. You gotta go I did. in the back. And, and that's and that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, the coding the coding I'm using right now. I don't. I don't know that I will leave it unless I get this other coding that. I've been trying to work on and do they offer a lifetime or anything? System X? X? Yeah. I don't know. You lose me. As soon as any coding company, I, I'm really, I don't I really give a don't shit know, who man. you they are. As soon as you say lifetime, I don't care yeah. about the asterisk. I don't care about the fine print. I don't yeah. care about anything. You're out. I think so. The one they gave me, the Crystal SS, is like their two to three year. And then I think they have their, I think it's called Diamond, maybe. Okay. Um, which I think is like, oh, is it really diamond? Oh, I don't know. It's like they're five, <laughs> five plus year or something like that. I don't know if they call it a lifetime, but I think, I think Steve was telling me, I think it's like five, five plus year or one or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to try. I, I'm gonna actually try to put some of um, the sample that they gave me on on uh, on our black uh, Q5 because it's nice, it's not gonna last. I mean, it's I've I've got my deposit on my, on the new RS three. So as soon as they send me oh, the, nice. yeah, as soon as they send me the order form and everything like that, and then, then whenever it gets here, then we'll just trade in the black one. So it's, it's a, 
so you get a little time with it you get a little yeah time yeah and I, yeah the the hood is um got a partial piece on it so i'll probably just do the back half on the okay. hood just okay. to play with it yeah because i really don't want to spend the time to correct the whole car and put the coating on it and right see how it really goes so i'll probably just put it on the hood to see how it holds up um when i get some time i just with mt man mike that mike dude he was a pretty dude huh how tall is Mike? That dude's like seven foot, huh? Dude, Mike's like, I think six three, six four. Man. Two, 280 or something like that. Yeah. He's, he's a big dude to be detailing, man. Yeah. yeah imagine him in the back too. of a back of a two-door car, man. Put him yeah. in the back of a dude. And you know what? Get you him in the back of a Mustang. What? Dude, he loves doing interiors. Does he? Loves it. What? Yes. What? Yes. Uh, he, was, he was a cool dude. I love his little story too. He's building out his little garage there yeah. at his house, man. He's going to retire and do that. Like that's cool. That's cool as hell, man. He's going to yeah. get to retire and do something fun. Yep. You know, do something he enjoys. That's, that's cool yeah, as hell. He's awesome. showing me his little garage build. Yeah. He's, he's got, got a, a good nice little garage set up in there. Yeah, he man. does, dude. Yeah. yeah I'm jealous. Should him being it. a construction worker, he should, you know, I know. <laughs> as fast as he didn't build some crazy, <laughs> I know. crazy thing. But, I mean, he did, dude. He built a cool little garage, you know, yeah. separate from the house there. He's got set up. He's got the floors in. He's been getting his cabin. Like, it, it looks a good little setup, yeah. dude. Yeah. He's got, yeah. he's got the whole deal set up. So, how long have you known him? So, Mike and I met, um, man, it's probably been a year now. Mike and I actually met through the podcast. Oh, nice. Mike left me a negative review on the podcast. You know, I heard y'all say something about a negative review. Yeah. That I didn't know if it was on your business. Or what, did, what, did, what happened? What did he attack? So, so he had his, he had his, um, he had his grandson over whatever. Um, and he was listening to one of the episodes and um he was listening to one of the episodes and, and I don't remember which episode. It... Oh, so he had his, he had his five-year-old grandson there. I don't know what episode it was, but he was playing it in the shop. Grandson was there. And apparently it was an episode where me and Jason just turned the F word faucet on, as he said, and we're just spewing obscenities so so he you know with his grandson run, running around oh, he's gonna so, do a podcast yeah yeah so he, warn um, him warn yeah. him rated x triple x <laughs> well he knows better R now x. he knows better now um oh, so yeah man. so so he had left me a one-star review on apple and was just like you know these guys were better than this i thought you know it was going to be a good oh. podcast blah blah blah, blah. Um, and the and the shitty thing about about apples when somebody leaves your review you can't you can't reply to it. You can't, uh, you can't, you can't do anything. Right. Right. Like I couldn't say, Hey Mike, you know, whatever. So, so that kind of upset hey Mike, me. Fuck you. Like you couldn't. Yeah. 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 So it, so it kind of, it kind of bothered me. Right. So I had, um, so Jason and I, we had a uh, Jen Turcott on and we did a, um, <laughs> we did a what's on your mind. We called it, um, or no, I don't even remember what we called it, but, uh, Oh, I think it was the three hour episode when we had Jen on and, and I kind of posed that question, you know, like, Hey, like, what do you do, you know, in mm -hmm. business when you get a negative review, like how, how, you know, and so we talked about it <clears throat> and, um, and Mike had listened to it. So I forget, this was, I think Christmas, not last year, the year before 2020 or something like that, or around there. Uh -huh. Cause I remember I was, um, 
I was out shopping with my wife to get Christmas stuff. And, um, and I got a message from Mike. Um, I can't remember if he messaged me on messenger or put it in the, in the podcast page or something. Uh-huh. And he said, Hey, you know, I was the one that blah, 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 blah. So I said, I said, here's my phone number. I, I want to talk to you. Yeah, so Mike yeah. called me we had a real nice conversation. I said, listen, man, I, I'd really like to bring you on the podcast, you know, and let's talk about it. So he agreed to it. We nice. had him on the, we had him on the podcast. It's the uh, episode called uh, turning a positive or turning a negative into a positive. Okay. Um, and we just, we just talked to go about back and it. Listen to that one. Yeah. We just talked about yeah. it. We discussed it. And, and to this day, it still is the only episode out of the 140 something we've done now that there is no drop off in retention from. Start oh yeah. Start uh, you showed, you showed him that. Yeah. 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 I remember, remember Sydney yeah. lunch. You showed us that. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. it's, um, so, so from yeah, I've, there, got a, I've got a sailor mouth. So it's definitely, yeah, I, I, yeah. Even, I even saw that rub, rubbed a bunch of people wrong. Like, ah, he knows better now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when they're really bad, I'll, I'll actually uh, list it as a, as an explicit episode. Yeah. So that it does give you the warning. Not, not safe for driving the kids to school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Warning guys. Yeah. This is not for kids going to school. <laughs> like, but you know, like that's, that's a super cool story that Mike and I have about, about our is. friendship, you know, that I mean, is. like, you know, I mean, it's kind of the same with me and him. He came up yeah. to me and was like, yo, dude, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what <laughs> right, you did. Exactly. He's like, oh, cool. Even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he even, yeah. Told, he even told me afterwards, yeah. he's like, man, I'm so glad I met that guy because I had written him off. But he's like, yeah. I talked to him. And he's like, you know, just, you know, he always tells me, you know, you can never, never judge a book by its cover. And, and, and he's like, you know, as old as I am, I got to, I got to learn that. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's hard. It's hard it not is. to do that. It's, dude, it's. It's hard, especially when you see someone online, the way they're saying something or the way they're coming off or whatever, you know, again, at the end, of, that's not someone else. That's them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is you might not understand where they're coming from. You might not understand the whole story. You might not, you know what I'm saying? You might just catch that bits. I mean, it's just like, it's just like anything else. You walk into a restaurant and some dude's going ape shit and you're like, this dude's fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you don't, don't understand. Don't yeah, you don't, you don't know. understand what happened before that. Yep. You know, you know. I mean, you just you don't you don't know. You don't understand the. And, and another thing with the internet is sometimes context is, oh, is yeah. hard to. You know, you don't know the way things are being. But once you get to know somebody, like now, you'll probably see me saying some shit on the internet, and you'll probably be like, "Oh, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. you'll get it <laughs> exactly. a lot more." Like, exactly. I get it now. Like <laughs> right. But 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 at first, it's like, oh man. And, and, and another hard thing is what you said earlier, the egos in the industry. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, I think you, you came up to me during the thing and, and said something about some other people, like they were dressed like they were walking around uh, in suits or something. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you just, you, you, you don't know. You, yeah. you don't, you, you don't know. And then some of these people that walk around with the chip on their shoulder, it's like, well, why, why are you walking around? We're all, we're all in this, we're all detailers, man. We're right, all business right. owner, you know, because that's one of the things some of these guys get. They get there, they get to these expos, and they're all pumped up because they're like, I'm a detailer, I detail exotic cars, I'm a business owner, I own my own business, I'm a I came from nothing, I started with a bucket, and it's like yeah. dude, that's 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 99 of the people in the room right now. Oh, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like absolutely that's, that's that's him, that's me, that's you, that's this one, that's that and, one, you know. So and for you realistically at the, at the end of the day, like our clients don't really see us any differently than 
the car wash guys. We're a car washer. Yeah. We're a car you know? washer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly. We're I mean, the yeah, guy you, that might, you might do the quality job better than the car washer guy, but your client just sees you as car washer guy. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. They, they don't know that you're the badass guy that won this award, that right. did this, that did that. You know, they don't, a lot of them don't know that. They don't, they don't, a lot of them don't even care. Yeah. They don't, you know? So it's, it's, it's nuts to see the, <laughs> the, the way to, to be honest though, at this MTE, it did seem like it's gotten better from, you know, the last time, but oh, I yeah. think 2013, 14, when I went to SEMA, oh, it was really bad, dude. Like it was really bad. Like I still saw pretty bad this one, but it wasn't near as bad as it, as it used to be. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of this one had to do, and, you know, we were talking about it last night um on the live was i think i did a live last night yeah yeah we did the 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 mte aftermath oh you did that live yeah yeah we did that facebook live i didn't know you did that oh you know what i heard it in the video you saying that your live wasn't working your screen was frozen oh yeah my yeah my yeah my my screen froze up i think i had it pause and i didn't want to hit play because then i didn't want to get background (laughs) noise on the whole thing yeah Yeah, so i could i could see people um commenting but i couldn't really see anything else but how was that was it pretty interactive yeah where did you where did you do it live on did you do it live on your thing or did you go like live in like the detailers group no so we did it so we did it live we did facebook live on the detail solutions podcast discussion group oh detail solutions okay yeah yeah All right. so we so we did it in that group so everybody who follows us on that group was able to you know watch it if they wanted to and chime in with comments and stuff okay and, and we had uh we had thad sullivan who that you know was his first time at mte so that yeah. like, he yep. was our yep. he was our first time you know yep. perspective guy and then we had the system x guys because it was their first time as a as, as, a, a, as a vendor yeah right and we had yep. ian because ian's been there for a while with auto fiber as a as a vendor <clears throat> and then we had sheldon k who works for the company that um puts on mte convex yeah. so we had yeah. him giving us real-time stuff but um and now I don't even remember where I was going with whatever I was talking about because you got me so sidetracked. We're talking about being live. We're talking about being live <laughs> on, on Facebook. I was saying that it's cool that y'all did a, a live one. Where did y'all do it at? You were saying you did it live on yeah, the but I was talking detail about something. I was talking about something before that too, I think. I don't remember. Whatever. But yeah, I, I, I would like to, <laughs> I, I think I'd, I'd, I think it'd be cool to be a part of like live ones on like things with the detail groups to have guys come on and throw curveball questions yeah well one of the things that we're going to start doing um <clears throat> i've talked about it in the podcast before and it's it, and it's one of those things that just hasn't come to fruition yet um but after mte and and talking to a lot of the brands right not necessarily you know people that i want to talk to but brands that i wanted to talk to um we're gonna start doing um like a product spotlight kind of deal episode okay. Okay. where we'll, where we'll reach out to these different brands that we made contacts with or whatever, and bring them on and give them a chance to, to talk about their product and explain their product. And yes, you know, Hey, you know, we get the complaints about this, but it's because detailers aren't using the product right kind of deal right? there you go you they know? don't understand the right exactly. like one of the yes. one of the things that i learned from a different podcast the sonex guys right like everybody yes. loves perfect finish but oh, perfect finish oh. is designed for rotary 
right? And but everybody's mm-hmm. using it on a DA. So they have like the perfect finish, whatever. Number. Almost posted a picture today of, uh, of a perfect finish. I've got the original bottle when it came out, when everybody uh-huh. was raving, when it first came out, almost posted a throwback of that, but I, I posted the Minzerno. <laughs> I yeah. saw the Minzerno ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But, but so they make one that's perfect finish, just a different name that's made for, for DAs, right? Yeah. So things like that, like, Didn't hey, know that. we love that yes. you guys are using perfect finish, but that's really made for a rotary. You know, you might want to use this one because it's made for whatever, you know. And see, that's another huge benefit of going to these shows. Like right. you, you, you can actually talk to these guys because don't get me wrong. These guys, you might be achieving amazing results. You know, be getting great results or you might not be getting the results you want, but Again, it's not taking anything from you as a person or your skills because you you could be the best detail in the world. But if 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 you're not understanding the product, and again, it's nothing about right. some people will take that as what are you saying about me? Like, no, they designed this to do yeah. this. You and know, it's what I'm kind saying? of the kind of like we were talking about um, at MTE, right? Like the telephone game, right? So the company yes. comes out with it, yes. says it's supposed to do this, and then the marketing guy goes, it's supposed to do this, and then yes. the distributor goes, it's supposed to do this. And yes. then the detailer goes, it's supposed to do this. And yes. then the other detailer goes, well, it's supposed to do this. And then the other detailer is like, hey, you got to use it. It's supposed to do this. And so it gets- you got the guy making the videos. This is how you use it. And it's completely wrong, but he's still getting good results with it. But right. he's completely misunderstanding right. the product. So we want to bring these brands on That's or very, give, very them, smart. give them a very platform smart. where they can come on. They can talk about their products. They can talk yep. about their brand. They can answer questions. Um, and one of the cool things was when, when at MTE, when I was talking with the guys at system X, cause they were expressing interest in coming on <clears throat> was they actually introduced me to the COO of the company Yes, and he kind of pulled me aside and he's like, look, man, if you're going to have them on, I want you to go out and ask other detailers what they don't like about our product. And I, I want you it. to ask these guys when it. they come on. I love it. Why? Why does it do this? Why can't it do that? Why this? Why that? Because he goes, I want you to make them have to answer these questions. And I, and, and you say you yes. love it and I love it too, because I've never heard another company in general. That's what we need. That's what this industry needs. That makes me want to work with that company. That makes me want to talk to that company because exactly. they actually care. They want the feedback. But on the that f- is- right. And that's, that's right. Right. On the flip side of it, it's, it's like, okay. So detailers are saying this detailers are saying that, okay, now we go back in and now we try to fix these things to make it to where the yes. detailers are. You want, you, you want to learn and grow as a company. That's, that's that you're, you're going, you're wanting to go in the right direction. And that's, right, that's exactly. what the industry needs more. It needs more of that because right now people are just throwing a product out there and saying it does this. And right. if you say it doesn't, we're going to send all of our people to attack you. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. like, like, no, this is no, 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 no. That's the book that we call that a bully. No. Yeah. So no, I thought that was really cool. So that's, that's one amazing. Of the things we want to do amazing. with, with those spotlight episodes, you know, give everybody a chance to, answer the questions, tell people like, Hey, you know, we understand that you think this, but you know what? We see it constantly. You guys are doing it wrong. You know, yeah. it's not the yeah. way. It's when are you doing that podcast? <clears throat> um, 
with the system x guys i haven't i we haven't set something up yet um okay the... let me let me keep me informed on that one okay because i'd like to actually do some research on on the company and the coding okay and and see if i can throw some stuff at them and see what they say about it okay the next the the first one that we're gonna do will be um the episode that goes on after this one that we're doing okay. with you okay. <clears throat> so it'll be our next one um and we're actually bringing in the guys from Hyperclean because they're one of our sponsors. They've kind of been okay. with us since the beginning. That's the pints um, and polish yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we want to bring them on and give them a chance to kind of be the first, you know, kind of um since technically they're your sponsor and whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, right they, they back yeah, get it. They backed get us it. from the beginning. Yep. So we don't want, you know, my thing was was I don't want to try to bring somebody else on and then you know, maybe they feel a little upset because I overlooked Absolutely. them. So because they've supported me for so long, I want to give them, you know, the the first chance to come on Absolutely. And, and we'll have them talk about their products and, you know, that type of stuff. So, and then it'll kind of be whatever, because it'll, it'll really just take place of one of the what's on your mind episodes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of have to figure out how we do that because, you know, if I do one a month, um or do i do two a month and then we still the do what's two. on your mind wednesday or whatever yeah, yeah yeah so you know so it might take place of you know it'll take place of the what's on your mind um so we'll either do two topic episodes a month and then two product spotlights a month or we'll do three topic episodes and one product i haven't decided full on yet but it's something i wanted to start doing this year and so now seeing from mte the interest from yes. from brands that you know, said, Hey, we'd love to come on your podcast. That's, we'd love to good. whatever. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> it means it just makes me want to go ahead and start doing it. Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, that's a very beneficial tool for everybody. Yeah. That's beneficial, especially if they want to hear feedback from people. And it's, it's, that's, that's the type of things that, that I think, you know, need to be in those detailing groups, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like just, just quick informative things about products, because again, it's not that we're you're attacking a detailer for using the product wrong. He just understood any any of us could, any all of us have you pro, have used oh, right, products wrong, right? You know you know what I'm saying exactly. And and it's and it's and it's simple because it w- it was engineered a certain way, and the only yeah. person that knows that is the the engineers themselves that engineered yep. it and, and developed it. So <laughs> exactly, and and they most of the time, like you said, the telephone game it, it doesn't make it correctly to the to the right person. You know, you're um, absolutely right. You know, talking with a lot of people when I was at MTE, I learned a lot about a lot of different things that, you know, I, I never understood. You know what I'm saying? Like some of those microfiber pads that I can't get behind. And I'm seeing now that a lot of guys are using them in the wrong way. When I've been thinking, well, Brandon, you're old school and you understand how to use the foam pad. You know, you're just an idiot using the microfiber wrong. Well, yeah. come to find out the people that I'm looking at that are using it are using it wrong. And that's why I'm the idiot because I'm following right, the people exactly. using it wrong. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's not, it's not, again, they're achieving good results, but they're just using it wrong. So, right. And, and it's nothing bad. Like it's, it's not bad that they're using it wrong. It's nobody knew. Nobody yeah. knows that. Right. You know what and I'm saying? You just, Oh, you just think it's another pad. Right. And again, when you think about it, I mean, there's, you know, however a small amount of people at, at the company, and then there's that even under 
thousands, thousands or, or, yes. or, you know, tens of thousands of detailers using it. So how are, you know, it's, it's hard for them to get out and, and do everything. So, yeah, you know, we want to do the product spotlight. We want to give people the, the brands, the chance to come Hopef- on and, and do that. Hopefully and- more brands follow behind system X and doing that, dude. Yeah. I, mean, I hope I, they do. Listen, we, so Sonax was on board for coming on. Um, Kelly Harris with uh, Lake Country is he's going to come on and do a, a Q&A first and then we're going to bring him on and and do something topic based, you know, Lake Country based or whatever. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of other companies that are, you know, that I'm already close with that yes. you know is it's no it's it's just a phone call like hey yeah. we want to do this and, yes. and they'll be they'll be there in a heartbeat kind of deal. Yes. Um so yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's I don't I don't want to like flood the the episodes with you know product spotlights. So you know, I kind of uh, want to do them as man, a trickle. I, I think that, I think that kind of should kind of be like a completely different series, dude. Like, well, and I think it would be good. Yeah, here's the problem when everybody tells me that I should do a different series or different day is, so you know, um, I do I record two two nights a week. Um, my daughter has cheerleading two nights a week. So, you know, there's, there's four days out of my seven yes. already ate yeah. up. Like, you know, do seven, I really... you only get seven days in your week. That's where you're fucking <laughs> yeah. up, man. Yeah. Do fucking, I really flip it over? You gotta flip podcast. it over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and then the other thing too, is if I start doing three episodes a week, it, it, it it's a lot for people to listen to. Oh, yeah. So, so the what's on your mind will just, you know, that was, that was an afterthought to, to the Q and A's anyways, originally to the episodes, uh, or to the podcast. So the Q, so the, the product spotlights will just kind of squeeze in somewhere and take place of one of the what's on your minds. Have uh, you thought about maybe doing the product thing as a YouTube series and like completely separate, <laughs> just so it's more of like an educational thing, that's a good you know, idea. because you could get constant views. Like think about yeah. that. If you, if you educate people on how to use perfect finish. Yeah. And it's on YouTube. Every time someone buys perfect finish, they can be referred to that video yeah. of you explaining how the product works because what better explanation than with the people that right. created no. it? Oh, I didn't think about that. I might have to put you on payroll. It doesn't pay <laughs> payrolls, payrolls nothing, but payrolls thin <laughs> yeah. for pennies a day. Yeah. <laughs> for pennies a day, you can get a wheel turn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's a pretty good idea yes. because I mean we do these on Zoom anyway. So I have yeah. I have all the recordings anyways, but no, that's a good yes. idea. I'll, that would, I'll, I think I'll that would be a, great and it would get it would get i'll give you a constant views yeah i'll give you an executive producer credit <laughs> <laughs> for the idea <laughs> yeah. exactly oh, <laughs> coming up the screen yep yeah but i think i think that would be really good man that's and, a cool and idea, it would be actually, great honestly. educational you know more of an yeah. educational thing no, that's could always come back to, to it. Yeah, I'll definitely have to. Because a lot of out. these guys are making educational videos that probably, again, it sucks because they think they're doing the right thing, and it's unfortunately they're not. Right. Yeah. 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 Everybody thinks they're the, the super. I'll use I'll use I'll use John John Purdue's word superior detailer. <laughs> oh, is that is that is that the word superior? He came up with the Far like superior. he came, he came up with that uh. I don't know. A while back, it was it was kind of a joke on you know some of these. We should make a things. shirt that it's the, the what is it like the um the where the Spider Man is all pointing at each other. Yeah, you know where yeah, they, yeah in the circle. And yeah, it's superior detail and it's everybody yeah. pointing at everybody. Yeah, yep. that would be exactly. a good shirt to wear at the at the MTE. 
<laughs> oh man, that would that would ruffle some feathers. Yeah, it definitely would. All right, man. Well, we're pushing two hours, and yep, it's already it's already about it's probably two hours. 50, yeah, it's already probably well, probably. I think we started a little bit after eight o'clock, and it's yeah, almost ten. So yeah, um, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Um, you know, thanks for thanks for all the time at MTE. Um, you definitely kind of, you know, the conversations we had was real nice. Um, got me thinking about some things, um, and then coming on here, I feel like we kind of did. A completely different episode than than maybe what people have already seen um on on the one you did on the youtube and everything like that so at least um it'll be a fresh fresh take on your you know your experience and everything like yeah. that on this one so and uh and i'll i'll keep you posted uh when we do some of those other ones so you can yeah let me know i'd love to get involved with some of the the product stuff and product discussion and yeah. you know trying to yeah, and definitely I'll keep you in mind too when we do some of these topics. Um, you know, if we come up with a topic that maybe I think you'll be a, a good fit to come in on and and kind of be the uh, you know, be be usually we try to get two, two to three people when we do a topic. So we have like a nice round table oh, discussion. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll keep you in mind too on, you know, when we come up with uh with a topic that I think you might fit in very well with, um, with your experience would probably be most of them. So yeah. <laughs> Just, just let me know, brother. I, I, I enjoy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I being a part of it, and I'd love to help any way that I can, brother. Absolutely, Thanks, I appreciate yeah. it so much. All yeah. right, man. Well, you have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. All right, you too, brother. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye.